Good morning. It's Thursday morning. Uh, it's good to pray with you today as we begin our, our day together. Sorry we had a little bit of, um, I don't know what the deal was with Facebook yesterday. I've had some problems with some uh, videos showing up on Facebook. So I always know that if uh, our morning prayer doesn't come through right on Facebook, you can po I do an audio podcast of this prayer where you can always find, um, I'll put a link on it um, in the video today. And of course, it's always on YouTube as well. So I would encourage you if, you, if there's some technical issues with Facebook to join us on YouTube. Uh, it's also on our church website, stm-umc.org. Uh, click on the link that says Media, and you'll find Andy's Reflections there. You can pray with us there. So I would invite you to check out our website or also my podcast uh, where you can hear these this prayer and pray with us that way as well. In fact, that may be easier if you're doing this while you're traveling. So uh, today we'll begin with um, Psalm 51, a portion of Psalm 51 for our morning uh, opening psalm. Open my lips, O Lord, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Give me the joy of your saving help again, and sustain me with your bountiful spirit. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, to the Holy Spirit, as well as the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Today our reading will come from, uh, we're continuing through uh, Luke's Gospel. We'll be reading Luke uh 22 verses 24 through 30 where Jesus write where Luke writes these words A dispute arose among them as to which of them was to be the, was to be regarded as the greatest but he said to them the kings of the gentiles lorded over them and those in authority over them are called benefactors but not so with you rather the greatest among you must become like the youngest and the leader like the one who serves for who is greater than the one who is at the table who is at, for who is greater the one who is at the table or the one who serves is it not the one who's at the table? But I am I am among you as one who serves. You are those who have stood by me in my trials, and I confer on, I confer on you just as the Father has conferred upon me a kingdom, that you may eat and drink at my table in the kingdom. You will sit on the thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Um, I love. There's a verse. There's a there's just a little passage here that I love so much. A little just a little phrase here that I love so much every time I read this passage. One of my professors, one of my pastors when I was a kid used to always say, uh, but is a huge word in scripture. You know, you'll see Paul say something and say, but this. Uh, I always look for those phrases in scriptures that serve as separations. And so today we see Jesus see this in verse 25. But he said to them, the kings of the Gentiles lorded over them and those in authority over them are called benefactors. Okay, so we see the Gentiles. The, 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 these individuals who were powerful, they lorded over the Romans, particularly. They lorded over them how great and how strong they are. These are what the so greatest in their world is power. Greatest in this world is power. Verse 26, but not so with you. Rather, the greatest among you must be like the young, become like the youngest, and the leader like the one who serves. So we see that contrast for Jesus. This is how it works in the world. In the world, greatness comes from power and wealth and privilege and all these type of things. Greatest, you know, we know who, who, drive, who is the powerful, who is the wealthiest, who is the whatever. This is how the world works. It's about power, 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 power. But not so among you. Among you, it's the one who serves, the one who is weak, the one who takes care of others, the meek, if you will. I love that phrase, but not so among you. Jesus is drawing a clear contrast between how the world operates, now power looks what power looks like in the world, 
and how the church should operate and how it should operate for us, how we should be as Christians. So Jesus tells us, this is how the world does it, but not so among you, but not so among you. So today as Christians, we need to ask ourselves, where are we getting our examples from? Who are we learning from? Who are we modeling? Where, uh, where is our example coming from? I'm listening to a great podcast right now that's really convicted me about the power of culture and caring for others and how so often at the church, we uh, focus more on growth and focus more on prestige and on these type things than we do on truly living out the gospel, uh, which is good news for the weak and the frail and the sick and the widows and the orphans. Um, where are we getting our example from? Jesus says, this is the way the world does it. It's how they do it. But not so among you. Not so among you. Today, may it not be so among us. And may we seek to live out the gospel with all of its implications more than seeking the power of this world. Amen. Let's uh, recite our creed together. I believe in God the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he arose from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you now for this day you've given to us. Father, for this day, set aside for your glory and set aside for your service. Father, I pray for all those who are praying along with us now through this video, through this podcast, however they receive it, oh God. May you be glorified in their life today. Father, may each person who is praying with us now, God, may they feel your power. May they feel your love. May they feel your acceptance. Oh God, may they may they feel your your um your direction today, God. In a world that we don't always know which way to go or what to do, Father, I pray now for these, your followers, that you give them clarity of path, and clarity of intention, clarity of purpose. Be with these, God. Thank you now, oh God, for the gift of prayer, for the gift of your presence, which comes to us through prayer. Father, we do pray now for those who are sick, those who are hurting and afraid and lonely and forgotten. Those who suffer with poverty. God, those who do not have adequate housing. Those who are homeless. Those who are battling so many of the afflictions of this world. Be with them. We pray, God, for the lonely, the afraid. Those who have been cast out or cast aside. Pray for those that feel hopeless. We pray, God, for your world. Pray, God, for our country, for our leaders. Pray for our military. Be with them and keep them safe. We pray for the gospel to spread across the world. We pray, God, for all churches that they may glorify you. Pray, God, for all these. We pray for those for whom no one else prays. Loving God, we do ask you now to forgive us of our sins. Be with us now and always. We love you. We ask this prayer this morning, O oh God, not in our name. We ask it in the name of the one who taught us to pray as we say. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. 
This morning for our reading, we're going to return back again to our. Uh, I didn't. I didn't necessarily want to turn our reading time into our uh, to a a a class on Wesleyan theology. So we're going to return once again to our uh, rule of Benedict. Well, we'll alternate between Benedict and, and Kevin Watson in the coming days. Kind of whatever speaks to me in the morning when I'm reading. But today I want to read to you from um, Rule of Benedict, edited by Joan Chester. Where um, this is what we have for today's reading, where it says this. Four psalms were to be sung each day at Vespers, starting with Psalm 110 and with Psalm 147. Omitting the psalm this series already assigned to other hours, namely Psalms 118 through 128, Psalm 134, and Psalm 143. The remaining, remaining psalms are set at Vespers. Since this leaves three psalms too few, the longer ones in the series should be divided. That is Psalm 139, Psalm 144, and Psalm 145. Because Psalm 17, 117 is so short, it can be joined to Psalm 116. This is is the order of the vestries, vespers. The rest is arranged above. The reading, the responsive, the hymn, the vesticle, and the canticle. And then Chittister writes this. Determine the order of the Psalms and the prayer life of this community. Benedict grounds prime, terse, sext, and known. The little, the little hours of the divine office. That's um, throughout the day, every three hours, prayer time. In the wisdom of Psalm 119. Wisdom psalms were not liturgical hymns of lament or praise. They were meant to instruct the assembly in divine truth and were offer, often built on the alphabet in a way to make memorization easier. Modern educators write children's books and songs in the same way for the same reason. Psalm 119, therefore, has 22 sections, with each of the eight verses of each section beginning with one of the letters of the Hebrew alphabet. It is the longest of all the psalms. And with its theme is the trustworthiness of God's law, the richness of God's will for us, the excellence of God's loving design for us that Benedict wants us to learn and say daily and never forget. She's letting us, she's walking us through the Psalms, and the Psalms are often quite emotional and quite passionate. But right in the middle of the Psalms is Psalm 119, uh, the longest Psalm in the Bible, longest chapter in the Bible. And it is a Psalm of wisdom, teaching us that we can trust God. No matter what happens in our life, we can trust God, we can trust his wisdom, we can trust his plan. So today, I pray that no matter where you find yourself, you can trust God. So read the Psalms often, read them throughout your day, and return often to their wisdom that they have for us. Um, you're loved, dear friend, and I pray that today that you can know God's grace and God's mercy in your day. Hear our closing prayer. Lord God, almighty and everlasting Father, you have brought us into safety in this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin and be overcome by the adversary. And all that we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for praying with us, and I will pray with you uh, tomorrow morning. Have a great day.